You're with Julian on the Brown Note, a review of Steven Spielberg's movie The Post. Uh, as I mentioned before, it focuses on the Pentagon Papers being released, in particular the fact that they were released by the New York Times and the Washington Post, who were slapped with injunctions and threatened with all manner of legal proceedings. And it focuses on the um, fact that Crafton uh, Graham, who's played by Meryl Streep in this film, was the first female publisher of a major American newspaper. She was also friends with Robert McNamara, who was uh, the guy that commissioned the Pentagon Papers and the Secretary of Defense during the Vietnam War. Um, so it was a doubly troubling scenario. Her investors, as she was about to publicly list the Washington Post, and uh, the investors were twitchy, her friendship with McNamara was a problem, and there was an enormous amount of pressure not to publish the Pentagon Papers from none other than Richard Nixon's administration, not people you want to mess with because they were extraordinarily vindictive towards people that do. Tom Hanks is the editor who's leading the whole uh, push to publish the papers and there's subterfuge and all these shenanigans going on behind the scenes. Uh, when the Times did print it, they were threatened with court and then so did the Washington Post. But all of the other newspapers fell in behind them in solidarity and also published them. And any sort of uh, formal court proceedings against these newspapers were blown out of the water by Nixon's administration falling to the Watergate scandal. So it was a pretty big deal. America was still up to its neck in Vietnam by this stage. And people were very against the war. But they now knew that the whole thing was a complete lie, uh, right to the top, even lying to Congress about it. So what do I think of this film? Because um, that's it, basically. That's the story. It's, a, it's a, You know they're going to end up publishing it and be noble and so on. Um, Steven Spielberg, to me, is the most talented filmmaker of the modern era who's stuffed up more movies than any other. For me, he continually doesn't give his audience any credit for having any intelligence whatsoever. He's a brilliant natural director. Brilliant. Watch a movie like Jaws. He's directing when he's allowing it to flow is stunning. Um, he's just so morally absolute, so black and white. He can only paint in black and white when it comes to political or moral stories or ethical questions. It's just so cut and dry. There's no nuance to his stuff. He makes everybody too noble. It's kind of like, you know, the West Wing, if you remember that. It was a great show, but everyone was so noble. You know, there was no moral... Black, uh, grey areas, everyone was either a hero or a villain. He never gives you the credit of having the ability to weigh things on your own or of putting stuff on the screen without, you know, attaching a fanfare to it so you actually notice this point. And this film has come out with a lot of allegories towards and allusions towards the Trump administration, the threatening of the press. Uh, and the, the similarities between the very bullish nation, nature of Nixon and, and Trump and the way the, tr the press is being treated now and so on. But he makes it so cloyingly painful. It's almost like there's a little fanfare, this bit's relating to nowadays, and then they'll give you a verbatim speech that is so obvious. Couldn't you just give us a tiny bit of intelligence once in your movies? I don't know anyone that's ruined more movies. I even think films like Saving Private Ryan are garbage because they're just so noble and over the top and they just don't allow 
for any sort of nuance behind what the characters are saying or characters that might be part good or part bad. And that's exactly what happens here. Exactly. I thought he did it with Bridge of Spies. And I didn't like that film, but I thought half of it was good. And then once he got in the back half, out came the nobleness, you know. It's like in Save It Private Ryan, the opening 20 minutes on the Omaha Beach, a breathtaking cinema, some of the best filmmaking that's ever been made. And as soon as it stops and they get to the top of the hill, the music starts getting stirring. Everyone's noble flags are waving in the wind. And 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 that's what happens here. Um, I have a lot of problems with this film. I do. Um, I think... I find Meryl Streep's performance is... She's got nominated for an Oscar just because she's Meryl Streep. I find her performance here is the worst I have ever seen in her whole career, bar none. She plays a character perpetually like a woman in, I don't know, uh, A Room with a View or some Victorian novel that's just about to put the back of her hand to her forehead and say, vapours and faint. And she's got the most annoying voice all the way through the film. It's a really annoying performance. Um, and I don't understand the acclaim for it, other than the fact that it's Meryl Streep. And they just give her an Oscar nomination because it's her. Um, I thought her character was uh, very, very bland, very vanilla. Tom Hanks is completely fine being a completely fine Tom Hanks. There's no meat on any of these roles. And I didn't find that there was a lot of depth or substance to anybody in this film. But Tom Hanks is completely fine as the editor, but he's exactly the same as a good Tom Hanks in every other movie. You know, it's not like Castaway or something where you get this different character going through different motions. The the casting couldn't be more blandly obvious. Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad is excellent. He was a real standout for me in this. Um, I found a lot of it um, painfully obvious, the way that it's presented to the viewer. Almost as if there is absolutely no room to allow the viewer to get anything wrong that they're trying to convey. In a way, this is the worst of Spielberg's faults for me in this film, like the worst he's done them. Um, I can't think of anything that he's made. Even Bridge of Spies is a better film than this. Um, it's classy and uh, the, you know, the background's interesting, but it drags on too long. Another thing that he's done as well is apparently it's historically it's quite inaccurate because he plays the Washington Post out to be heroes. In real life, the New York Times were the heroes and the Washington Post was a bit part player. But the thing that I think's happened is, is he's looked at the world of the story and thought, oh, female, we've got the first female publisher in America, let's tell her story. And I think that's overwhelmed him because he should have been telling the story of the New York Times and he doesn't and they're not really shown. Um, I think this is a real misfire, I think, because of the people involved in it, including Spielberg. It's almost like it's got an extra 50 percentage points, more than it deserves. Um, I, don't, I think it's quite boring. I think the characters are, it, and the film are very superficial. I think the allegories to the Trump administration are so painfully, dryly delivered in big, bold, capital letters... That you all made, I was, I actually winced. I was like, yeah, I know, okay, it relates to the modern day, it's Trump, etc. So I think this is the most overrated by a mile film from the Oscar contenders I've seen so far. The worst performance I've seen by Streep. A really strange performance with a mannered voice and and not much range, and not much range to any character in this film. I I had problems with Spotlight because I thought that was. You know, I thought that was a TV movie. I didn't think that was 
up to cinema standards, but that wipes the floor with this. And at least you get characters in that, and at least you got some kind of um, ability f- f- given to the viewer to think about what was going on. Here, Spielberg reaches out the screen and holds you by your hand and walks you through the whole thing, which isn't that complicated anyway. So I think it's a misfire for me. Would you enjoy it? Possibly. It's um, you know, it's it's classily put together. It's got lots of decent people in it. Um, other than Sweep, no one's really bad in it. Um, you know exactly what's going to happen every step of the way, but it's still you know, it's 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 classy. It's done well in in some regards. It's just, is it a great film? It's 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 barely an average film. So I'm going to give the massively, humongously overrated The Post a 5 out of 10. And stop. Meryl Streep may well be the greatest female actress of her generation. So don't just give her Oscar nominations because she's played a role. Because it's a crap role and it's a pretty poor performance. We've, I don't even know what she could have done with this role because it's, it's this sort of narrow gap that she exists in anyway. It's not like... You get to see all these amazing things happen. Some of it's, you know, sometimes the acting's a little bit better than others, but overall, 5 out of 10 for The Post. Another Spielberg noble misfire. Anyway, this is from, I said everything's from 2018, uh, with equivocations, a little asterisk next to it. This is one of those.